All right, guys. Big episode of the Northeast Podcast as we watch House of the Dragon, Episode 9, The Green Council. The king is dead. Long live the king. We have coups, lies, murders, and even foot stuff. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Excellent. I'm really good. Good to be here with you guys. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait to talk more of uh, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones. We're going to be talking about Episode 9, The Green Council. But before we hop into that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. And also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. And get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thank you. Sick. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So like I said, we are we were watching episode nine, the, the second to last episode of the season, and it was called The Green Council. So we know it's what, the, the greens and the blacks at this point? That's what it is, Correct. dude. And they are Yeah, I mean, not a huge spoiler here, but next week's episode is called The Black Queen. So there's yeah, your battle. I didn't, I didn't want to tell you that. <laughs> you knew this now here you are. But and now that we knew that are. this was the Green Council and we saw the, the complete Hightower episode, hopefully we get some interesting retaliation on the other side. Well, we at least need to see a response because this was the first episode really without Rhaenyra and we missed her. Yeah, we did. Um, so let's just get started at the beginning of the episode. The king is dead. Um, they instantly go to... Finally. Finally. We've been <laughs> waiting. We were predicting his death like every single episode so far. Um <laughs> He finally bites his the fingers were falling off and he still lived another 800 years. Like my God, anyway. there was like holes, literal holes in his body. Like yeah. it no is face. His, it face, is face had multiple yeah. craters in it. Like it was crazy. Um, so he finally dies and instantly Allison's like, you know, whatever main helper comes and tells her she's, she's her handmaiden or whatever. Yeah. She seems actually sad. Okay. Um, she yeah. seems like she's actually sad. She feels like even though maybe it wasn't a romantic relationship, I think they did a great job of showing you that Viserys uh, was a a good man. I think that's probably the thing that they did the best with, that he loved his family. He wanted to do right by the realm. He was a pretty peaceful guy. And even if he was kind of sloppy in his ruling and his decision-making, I think he cared about the people around him a lot. And so I feel like Allison was genuinely sad and then um instantly word gets to Otto, and a small council meeting uh takes place right away and a coup is in place Otto oh, yeah. company are moving i mean wick- <clears throat> well not yeah and, and i think they alluded to the fact maybe i misinterpreted this but it feels like everyone in the room but allison was in on the notion of installing Aegon as king before i mean allison i think it they made it seem like this was Allison first uh, yeah. hearing of their plans. Not that not that it's her first time hearing the you know the prophecy or that Aegon should be king. She had she had definitely talked to Otto about it, but she had no idea that Otto, as hand of the king, was sitting there plotting with the Lannisters and with really everybody else except for our guy, uh, Master of Coin Lord Lord Beesbury, who was the only vocal one against this. Um, but you know, I, before we sort of get into that, she leads with. Hey, everybody, um, here's the crazy thing. The king, with his last breath, told me that my son Aegon should sit the throne, and that's what his last wishes were. 
And I do have to just say that Eric, you were you were on board with a very literal, um, you know, what you see is what you get translation or interpretation of that scene. And I was like, they're not going to leave this much important plot up to a who, like you know, essentially like a who's on first deathbed scene. Yeah. Um, which they'd already used as kind of a silly sitcom device earlier with like when Crispy was like. Yeah, it was me. All right. You know, like that whole thing. So like, okay, I guess they're just going to do shit like that. So I'm, I am annoyed about it. But ultimately, like, you're right. It's not much more complicated than that. Yes. Um. Also, uh, this weekend with a great new meme format, I just want to say I'm Erling Holland. It says um, Eric with a great uh, interpretation of Game of Thrones. And then it's you guys as Tiago kicking me in the balls uh, as other parts of Nordy's podcast. Uh Shitting on it. <laughs> right. I hope that if, I hope well, you, if you want to take the last would, laugh, go I would, ahead. I just I'm just annoyed that it's the, as simple as as that, you know. And they didn't really get into well, did she really know? Did she not? They don't care. She's saying she heard it. And then, in fact, I read something that Olivia Cook said. No, I I believe that that she thought that he was talking to her about their son, um, and that she believed that. So. That's how she played it. So that's it. I, I do think that their whole goal has been to make her um, a conflicted character who is right. not like a power hungry, evil character. Like, I think that they have tried to make her very human and that all of this family drama has been really hard on her over the years and that she's a loving mother, but she wants to do the right thing. And Otto has been kind of like this devil on her shoulder trying to guide her and she later in the show that kind of comes to fruition with some of the things that she mm-hmm. she says to him is like he's been kind of pulling all of these strings all of this time and since she's been a little girl and she's kind of aware of of it now and she understands that she's put herself with her actions and with his actions. they've kind of put them well, i think that i think that was the that was the realization that was the realization where where she was taken aback when they were talking about the plants. Yeah. And I think she thought back to like the suggestion to go put on the green dress. And with his like comment of like, you look just like your mother, like all yeah. of that. Yeah. She rolled her eyes is, this is, time when he said in certain yeah. lights, you look just like she, I think that that was her, her saying like your manipulation isn't going to work on me anymore. Yes. And I think, sorry, to, cool I, I apologize. I apologize, Eric, for interrupting, but I think oh. it was, it was poignant to, to say that, that it was a callback to the first episode when Otto sent her to the king dressed like her mom. And yep. now she has has now freed herself from the puppet strings, if you will. So in this coup... For better or worse. The master of coin, what's his name? Lord Beesbury. Doesn't matter anymore. Lord no. don't matter anymore. He's like, this yeah. is ridiculous. This is a coup. This is not going to not going to not going to be on the council anymore. Yeah, and yeah. he's trying to say, like, he's saying all the right <laughs> stuff. He's saying, like, this is wrong, this is disgusting. And then Sir Crispin literally comes and just absolutely smashes this dude's face into, like, his little object in front of him. And his little mouse pad. Him. Yeah, <laughs> his little trap ball. Just kills him. Just absolutely brutally kills him. Um, Once again, can murder can murder with impunity and mm-hmm. no consequences whatsoever. He is completely In this case, they almost him. have been like, sweet. <laughs> that was, that was a great move. And they're going to have, they're going to help cover for it because, you know, yeah, obviously he's a Lord and his family is going to be pissed, but they also just, didn't they execute people that didn't want to, that were standing up for Rhaenyra, right? That wouldn't bend the knee. Well, they, they jailed them. They jailed them. Okay. Yeah. 
So, or, well, I think um, so, and I think they, I think they probably ended up dying. Um, yeah, I have a question. I have a question about this. Hanging later, but anyways, do you think when Alicent announced to the small council that with his dying breath, my yeah. husband, the king, wanted Aegon to be? Do you think that look between like Otto and some of the other people was like, yeah, no shit, we were gonna say that anyway? Yeah, yeah I think it was. Like, and I think it was. Yeah. I think them were looking at. They were looking at Otto like. Well, she's really playing this great, man. She's doing exactly what you told her to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And And he's um, probably like, no, dude, she fucking did that on her own. This was too Yeah, she brought it to me. I don't know. Yeah. So they decide, this is what I think is going to be interesting about this story. She's obviously conflicted because she wants to do what's right, but she also wants to now do what she thinks he wanted her to do with his last dying breath to put her son there. And ultimately, she always wanted her sons to be king. I mean, that's just, that's part of it too. She's not without ambition. I think that she has ambition, but I think like the point of episode eight, which everyone loved, was kind of like a piece between the family, like a real one, even though it was very, 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 very short-lived. Like the king was like, dude, why are Mm -hmm. we trying to mess with stuff? We talked about this before. And I think like the conversations you got in that episode were showing you that Rhaenyra and Alicent were exhausted. And they were so tired mm-hmm. from the drama and years of politicking and moving all of the chess pieces that I think like, even if it was just fleeting, both of them had their moment of being like, I'm done fighting. I don't care. I don't, this isn't important. Like, I think Rhaenyra had said that when she went to the king and was like, I don't really know if I want this. I don't, you want me to do this, but I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I can. And later, Alicent kind of saying, like, yeah, like, I accept her. She'll be the queen. She'll be a great queen. Well, yep. and think, think about, like, modern politics. And I'm, I'm assuming this works this way in any country. I'm not singling out the U.S., but there are certain uh, politicians who try to adhere to, like, decorum and, un, you know, unwritten rules of, of, you know, arguing in good faith. And, and there are certain groups of people that do not. And I think that Alicent would be on the, the lines of, like, well, we need to respect uh, the wishes of my father. And up until he had said, King, I want Aegon to be mm-hmm. king, she believed Rhaenyra was yeah. ready to be queen and yeah. was going to be the ruler. But then he said that, and that threw all of it, yeah. you know. But she, like it Otto did, and all of these guys. But then it didn't guys, matter anyways, because there was no getting well, past the council. Yeah, the council. Right, what I was going to say is that, like, but it didn't matter because Otto was already staging all of this long before yep. she had heard they from locked the king. Up so I think Rainies, I mean they had the plan. So what did they do? They locked up Rainies. They locked up the the coin. They said like all the treasury needs to be closed so nobody can make off with the money. That's going to stay ours. She um, and then they plotted to go and just kill all of the all, like Damon, Rhaenyra, their children, the whole family. They were just going to kill. So yep. and they yeah. and they um took Rainies dragon and yep. they Steal her um, dragon. They brought in all of the lords as fast as possible for them to bend the and like yeah, I would say any lords. anyone with a anyone with a vested interest in who was to be king was brought mm-hmm. to the throne room. Yeah, so they did this. People were killed or imprisoned because they were saying that they couldn't go back on their word. Um, and then quickly, everyone decides we need to go find Aegon. Where the hell is he? He is nowhere to be found. And so Aegon. So then you sort of get into the middle of the episode. And at this part, I'm like. All right. I don't know. This thing's off the rails a little bit, but... Um, so, they, I, yeah. I wanted to touch on this. I thought that the beginning of the episode, I forget which one it was. Was it called Mother's Mercy in um, the original Game of Thrones where the, uh, Cersei blew up the Sept? Yeah. Um, with, before she was going to be on trial? I thought, like, with the music and with sort of the, like, kind of quick cutting 
uh, scenes where we're moving pretty briskly from room to room uh, throughout the castle with lots of people. Like like Eric said, it, it's a chessboard, but we're playing speed chess at this point, you know, and people are moving mm-hmm. and hitting the timer, you know, really quickly. And I think that um, um, I was like on the edge of my seat, like with the with the music, with the with the pacing. And then it came to this part with with the Aegon Easter egg hunt. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Where what is, is going on? Where is he? Everyone's finding him and they're all looking for him for their own reasons. Um, two different groups of Kingsguard are sent out to find him. They're going to all of the whorehouses in town. They're going to a weird, creepy place of children fighting, <laughs> like with nails and teeth. It was icky. Um, Sharpened, filed teeth. Uh, I mean, I like, like dude, this, I don't know if this episode did a lot for us giving a fuck at all about you know the people right like later they just one of the kind of good guys kills a bunch of them and we don't care you know with the dragon thing which we'll get to but um if like if this is what they're doing with their free time they're having children fight and sharpen their teeth i don't give a fuck about them either well why are why are why was that even necessary to put in there i mean i I realize they're trying to show like maybe like the unsavory underbelly you know flea bottom and and that that things that go on but and they That's wanted to show, hobbies. too, like, this is what, and they kept saying, this is what, you know, Aemon's into. No, Aegon. Or Aegon's into. That's what he's into. Like, he comes all right, here so he loves the dirtiest, horrible, most horrible shit. That's, like, his favorite. Yeah, he loves So, I mean, the... I get that, but it is all silly. But, and then we're supposed but, to care about that. Well, They, you, they you didn't need to do that with Joffrey. They, but they, they didn't need to do that with Joffrey, and you could tell within the first 15 seconds of Joffrey speaking what a piece of shit he was. You're right. right. And, you know, they like, had the scene with Joffrey where he shot the, the woman in the belly with the crossbow, right? And we're like, oh, God, not only does he whore, he kills the horse. He's horrible. But yeah. we already had a scene where Aegon raped a handmaid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He was he yeah, yeah exactly. That he had the illegitimate, illegitimate child. Yeah, and I don't know if the kid fought or he was just stuck there or what. I think but he anyways. was just there. And then I think the other thing is is that you were supposed to see the Eric's were so disgusted that they were like, we can't support this guy. He's terrible. Like, how can he be the king? Yeah. And okay. so maybe there's a role for them at some point. Fine. It I just, thought the scene was kind seems... of... This scene was, the wor- scene was the worst scene of the show so far. It, se- it seems like they're trying way too hard to do this, like, shockingly, you know, over-the-top type of situation. And I just don't... I didn't... I didn't buy it. I didn't think it was necessary. But yeah. we're, we're anyway, let's move on. I, white, I, I the white worm knows where he is and tries to get a meeting with... Who's the White head. Worm, by the way? So she's Missaria, and... Yeah, I got was, that part. Yep, and, like, she was dating Damon for a while, remember? Yeah. Oh, okay, Damon's that's the same mistress. person. I didn't I didn't, yep. I didn't. didn't put those two together. That was when he was at Dragonstone and the flying thing, and then she's like, what the fuck? I'm not, not your pawn. And, yeah. Yeah, she's, she left. Okay, got it. Thank you. He is kind of... Um, she is she's like Varys a little bit, or like I think a she's finger. like Littlefinger. She's like Littlefinger. Like yeah. she she runs the dirty parts of the city, and she's able to connect with um you know the scoundrels of the city to get the information she needs to hold it over. Important. So she's like a um like a mob boss, you know, kind of like of yeah. the streets with like because Littlefinger had the ears of the court and the street. She just has the streets. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. That sounds right. Um, and I don't, I don't think she died at the end, um, which I guess we'll, you know, I'll let Eric get us to that part, but, well, I mean, that's um, kind of either way she's, she says, Hey, I got him. Here's what you got to do for me. Stop these fighting pits that you just learned about 
four minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we care so much. So anyway, she cared about those. So, all right. So what we do get is Allison versus Otto as they're trying to bring in um, Aegon. Both of them, Aegon. they both want to talk to him first. They both want to get his ear first. And they're both trying to decide what the fate of Rhaenyra will be. And so... Alicent wants to spare her and give terms that will work for everybody, putting her son on the throne, but not killing anyone in the family. And Otto knows that they need to be put to the sword. And so they both want his ear first. You get a kind of an argument between the two of them that we hinted at earlier. I really liked this scene. I think this was a mm-hmm. strong moment for Alicent as she was like, my whole life, I've just been a chess piece for you. My whole life, like every part of my life has just been like a political yeah. move for you to gain power. Like even the but, things, like, you know, even the things I wanted, I just wanted because you wanted them and, and made me think I wanted them. So yeah, yeah that was good. Also, also pretty poignant. Um, another throwback to maybe it was like episode two or three when um, Viserys essentially fired Otto as hand for trying to better his position just for himself. And it turns out, yeah, he was. He was pretty much doing that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, and then the I don't know if this is the same scene, but to talk about Eric Eric's point of that this was maybe the most powerful Alicent has come across in the entire season when she was like, My son will be appointed at, you know, whatever tomorrow, there'll be no more dithering. And like kinda like wagged her finger at dad of like, You're fucking out of this. This isn't up to you anymore. You're yes. you're done. And kind of set him straight. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked that a lot. I thought everything she did there was awesome. Um, we get the rainy scene where she has been held captive in her room. And um, Allison goes to talk to her, apologizes for everything, tells her that her cousin is dead. Um, they have kind of a cool scene where they're trying to play politics with each other. Um, she says, you know what? I need you on my side. You've aligned yourself with Rhaenyra. It's gotten you nowhere. Your kids have died. Everyone in your life is dying. Like join forces with me. And, um, she says, you know, I don't understand why you're trying to put your kid on the throne. You're good at this. Why don't you just be the queen? Have you ever thought about that? And they are kind of like some level of mutual respect, but they know that currently they're on different sides of a civil war. And, she says, you know, I need you on my side. We're not going to give you your dragon back right now because if Rhaenyra comes, we need all the dragons that we can muster. And so mm-hmm. you see that Alicent is this human who we've, you know, made, I think she's going to end up being kind of a sympathetic figure in this story. Um, but in th- at the same time... Assuming she makes it out, yes. I don't think yeah. she makes it out. I think that might be the tragedy of the whole thing. But, um, you it's because she's Ned Stark, dude. That's what, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, could be. <laughs> She has this whole scene. You don't really know what um, Rhaenys is going to do. Um, and then we get uh, Laris, who comes and has, I don't know, I'm going to say the creepiest scene of Game of Thrones so far. <laughs> Instantly, she's getting, from, feet. she's getting information from him, and she's taking off her stockings and puts her feet on the table. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to turn into a foot thing. But it went way beyond what I even yep. thought. <laughs> Uh, it just keeps going. She's taking more and more off. I was like, are they going to have sex? That would have been better. Guy just... I think so, yeah. It would have been it, definitely less creepy. Guy just cranks But that isn't their arrangement. Then I think that they've had this arrangement for a long time. You know, they alluded to... Otto was like, I know you've spent hours with Laris. Like, hours all the... Like, and this is what they were doing. This is what his yeah. payment is. He exists. He killed his family 
for that that hot queen foot over a foot fetish yeah he's yeah i mean he's got the twisted foot they showed first and he's got the twisted foot fetish and i think it's uh it's cool i actually think some of the stuff is is kind of fun (laughs) just like add another interesting detail to the character because i feel like game of thrones kind of would lean into more pulpy stuff sometimes they'd have you know wizards and they'd have uh you know fortune tellers and stuff and all that seemed really cool and important and memorable and this is like more like playing out like a history book plus dragons. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not weird shit. There's not like a not like a evil maester creating Frankenstein monsters in the basement. Yeah. It's like there's not a lot of magic stuff going on. I yeah. think at least something memorable and goofy is cool. So go for it. So this leads to them lighting the um, what we think is the uh, white worms place on fire maybe killing her maybe not we don't really know she's too slippery i hope she she lives although i don't love her character but um we're sure that was the white we're sure that was the white worms uh accommodations or place well i mean it was meant to be because they showed the person that lit him on lit it on fire was one of the like person in the black hood that works for laris with the cutout tongues Remember when he got those prisoners and like, you're going to be swearing to me if I'll yeah. let you live. It was one of them. So it was his doing. And that was attempting to kill the white worm. Um, and then hey. after that, the Eric's one of them helps Rainey's escape the castle. He says, this isn't right. He doesn't want anything to happen mm-hmm. to her. They're executing heads of houses and people who are not standing by um, Aegon ascending to the throne. Did, did we, uh, sorry, did we, did we capture, did we find Aegon yet? Uh, I don't know yeah, if we talked about the was, stupidity of that, but yeah, they found him under like a statue. Well, they had to they had to pay the white worm a bunch of money, and then they found him under the the candle circle thing, like in the any, big sept. That's where he yeah. was hiding voluntarily, and he coughed, and they heard him, and they were like, "Shh, shh, shh hold on, I hear him." Like it was just like, <laughs> "Oh, then, you guys ended up, you guys ended up ten feet from him." That's funny. Dumb sword fighting scene between Eric and Christy like down the steps meeting in the middle and then across like it was all badly staged it looked not very good to me but anyway sorry I didn't mean to interrupt carry on so you have the two different groups um Aegon and uh his what's his brother's name Aemond 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 and Sir Criston are on one side and then the Eric's are on the other side um the Eric's are working for Alicent uh Criston and Aemond are working for Otto in this you get kind of a thing where Aemond is like, I should be king. I I am the responsible one. I'm the good fighter. I'm the one who studies. I'm the smart mm-hmm. one. I'm, I, you know, like gives all these reasons. why I've got be- the biggest dragon. I got the biggest dragon in the realm, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, he's right. And even Aegon thinks, he, yeah. even Aegon's like, dude, I don't want yeah, to be the Aegon king. and so does Crispy. They all agree. Yeah, they all agree that, that he should probably be the one who is the king. Um, but that isn't going to happen. The Eric's. Um, no, somehow he gets brought in, but he doesn't go to her. He must go to Otto. One of them like runs away and doesn't help. So I'm very confused by that. Yeah. yeah. So the other, the other, I think Eric... that was the, I think that was the Eric. I think that was the other, the other Eric that went to get Rainey's. Yeah. So he, goes yeah, I think that's Rainey's. what happened. So he peeled off to go get her. So yeah. Eric too. Goes to I mean, here's the thing. I, we keep saying the Eric's, but it, it literally is E, what is it? E-R-R-Y-K and A-R-R-Y-K. Titten? What? Well, Tittendorf? No, that's their that's their real last names. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're the car. They're the Cargills. They're the Cargills on. <laughs> so the Cargills are, are, are the brothers the, of the, the same Cargills. house, Eric and Eric. So that's what we're calling them. 
And the Cargills are like um, loyal allies of the Starks, right? Okay. That's so cool. like I don't remember in, Flag. In I mean, that's, that's the Car Starks, but Car yeah, the Car Starks. Starks. Yeah. <laughs> what are these Minnesotan families? Or are they fucking yeah. get the Honeywells over here? Start the, they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. That's a really bad joke. All right, so they eventually sneak Rainies out of the castle. I thought she did a terrible job. They sneak her out. There's people being pushed in every direction. She's sort of covering her face, but she's walking around like she wants to. Yeah, be right. I love. I love the like. Yeah. Oh, we need to hide you. Here's a sheet. Yeah. You know? Oh, it like, works every yeah. time. <laughs> sure, this is kind of classic Thrones. Like, go through, like, throw a sheet over your head. You're good to do anything in Fleabot. I would literally have reached down, put some mud on my face, and literally put my head down, and no one would have recognized. But she was looking around, head well, up everywhere. Also, she would have looked like one of the cone heads because she has that big, huge hairdo, and it, she would have had, like, Marge Simpson underneath right. the sheet at the same time. So... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that, they're just preposterous. And yeah, they're wandering around these streets, and everywhere they turn, the King's gold Guard? Cloaks. The Gold yeah. Cloaks. Yeah. No, the Gold Cloaks are loyal to Damon, not to Aegon just yet. It's the White, right. the King, the it must be the King's Guard. Okay. They have the so, cloaks, anyways, she gets kind of pushed into this coronation for Aegon. The whole city's there. It's literally the fucking Mountain Dew crowd. Like, at this point, they file down kids' teeth into sharp fangs. They have them grow their nails out. They bet on them gambling. They're just kind of scummy people that live here. I'm not I'm not a man of the people on this show. Um, and so that's <laughs> why I don't have any sympathy for these losers. As they cheer uh, Aegon and his ascension to the throne, you get a pretty cool scene. Um eventually rainy sneaks down to where the dragons are kept and you're just hoping i was like please don't die please don't get caught please don't let something bad happen but as soon as Aegon is is uh given the crown he loves it the people are cheering for him he's for sure going to be an evil he's starting man. to come around he's like actually this is kind of dope and out of nowhere the floor collapses this huge dragon flies up killing just an unbelievable amount of i mean yeah. How many people died? Like there was like thousands of Thou- people. Thousands, yes. And she no, I don't think the whole out. floor collapsed, but I think that he def she definitely killed like a hundred people at least. Oh yeah, I would say I'd say somewhere between one and three hundred people were killed as they were falling. I mean, what do you mean? They're the, whole, the, I mean, what, what do you mean the whole, they're the Mountain Dew type. They're the State Fair type. They're the the, the, the mutants. The mutants. I mean, who yeah. cares about these people? I don't care about <laughs> these people. Um, yeah, I mean, she comes up through the floor. People are falling into this pit that she comes out of. I liked the scene where she definitely could have melted a terrified Alicent and the king, but she didn't. Um, I think she has some yeah. level of respect for Alicent. And she flies off after the tail of the dragon just is just absolutely destroying um, a bunch of these absolute lowlifes. <laughs> So I guess I got a couple problems with the whole situation. Peasant bowling, dude. Unbelievable. One, the steps to the dragon pit were just uh, there. Why Would open. you go down there? Unguarded? No, probably Would you not. Go down there? No, Even probably the not. The crowd wouldn't be that dumb. Well, there's a mountain they crowd. They don't, I mean, they don't know they any know better. But they also, don't, saying, they also like, don't have a dragon that's like loyal to them. Okay, fine. But so then there's also nobody that's down in the dragon pit being like, hey, you can't be down here, you know? Like these are dragons. I mean, maybe the word didn't get to them. Anyway, so she went. She went and got her dragon unguarded, and then the best course of action was to go through the ceiling. Once she got the dragon, like if well, she was didn't, like the, what was the reference earlier? Somebody like whispered like beasts beneath the boards or something. What was that? 
You, that was their daughter, and I think yeah, they were referring was... to like all the spies, all the spies that were in. Well, she. I think that's maybe the case, but she clearly took it literally, and she was she busted through the boards with the beast. I don't know. I, that 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 would be too much of a reach to to put those together because it wasn't wood; it was stone. But anyway, yeah. um, and then like plot armor protected Allison because they need to be around for the season finale. Um, I don't think she respects Allison. She didn't want to join her. She doesn't respect Aegon's claim to the throne. I don't think she believes any of it that that Viserys said. You know, for Aegon to be king, oh, no. with his dying breath. Um, and then, yeah, like, the scene of, like, they're like, close the door. And it's like, you want to be trapped in the room with the dragon? Is that, that's your, that's your plan, Otto? Yeah. Is to, is to corner the dragon <laughs> inside a closed building? I, I thought he was yelling, open the door. Oh, I thought he was yeah, saying, close the they door. Were, they were closing it, and he was like, open the door, open the door. And they were closing it, trying to keep all of them oh. in. And he was, like, yeah. trying to be, like, get them out of here. She flies away. Which, of course, I mean, he was one million feet away, and there was 800,000 people in there. <laughs> I mean, it was a big room, which was good. It was like, okay, this is a big deal. Like, I wanted I wanted to see a lot of CG people, and I'm glad I did. There was multiple tiers. Everybody was there. It looked like, you know, three times the Super Bowl or something. Good. Like, I want to see this as, like, a big deal and not everybody fighting over, you know, a handful of fucking peasants. Still, not, still not as big as Trump's inauguration crowd, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> no, not quite. Biggest ever. Um, so, all I know yeah, is so. definitely headed to Dragonstone. She's going to meet up with Rhaenyra, and we're going to get the rebuttal from Rhaenyra and company, who must be coming on dragons with whatever army they can muster. There's going to be some sort of fight <laughs> happening somewhere. I don't know. I can't wait. I can't wait for this. So, I think the show has been... Given that the fact that there's given that there's no cell phones and all that stuff, like, do they even know yet? Or is Rainey's going to be the one that's going to be the, the one that's going to have to tell okay. them. Okay. Rainey's is going to come tell them what's been yeah. going on. He's going to say, I escaped, but you're in a bad place. Like they've I got... mean, they, they know the king was on... They know the king was on death's door, right? But they don't know, A, that he died, and B, that his last words were to you know, put Aegon on the throne. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that this is going to be awesome next week. I think we are going to get someone important dying. That's going to surprise us. I'm hoping it's not Damon uh, because he's been just awesome. I would let any other character die before him. And I think that uh, there's a chance that it's um, the King himself. Yeah, I think it could be. I mean, they're set for succession. It would instantly just make Aemon King. So that really wouldn't change things that much. It could, it could, you know, a, a death that would feel like a big deal, but really we're kind of back to where we were. I so also think Eamon is one of the best more seasons of this, like they want to do. Eamon is one of the best characters on the whole show. He is his Eamon's look great. Is amazing. His He's casting so is great. Like, he doesn't even have to talk. He's just like, all he does is like, say like, hmm. And you're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, everything he does, I think, is cool. Um, Yeah, so the finale is next week. I think this was not my favorite episode, but it was not a bad episode. I liked it. I enjoyed myself. I was super into it. They've ramped this thing up so slowly. I find myself watching the show thinking they can do so little. Like, they haven't had big, huge fights. They haven't had crazy set pieces. They haven't had tons of deaths and violence. They have, You know what I mean? There haven't been crazy mm-hmm. twists and turns. They've very slowly, patient, told this story. And I find myself 
so wrapped up in every word that's being spoken. And I think that that is really masterful television. Um, I know lots of like high level critics have been complaining about this show and acting like it isn't good. I heard um, Andy Greenwald like ripping this show and being like, it's so boring and dark and da 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 da. And I was like, how out of touch is Andy Greenwald now? I think it's just been great. So um, I can't wait for the finale. I think he, I think he's in a, he's in a bit of a curmudgeon y uh, pattern. There's not a lot that he's loving except for Andor. Um, But he's kind of shitting on Rings of Power. He's shitting on Game of Thrones um, and several other shows. And then he'll reference one like obscure TV show that he and Chris Ryan are watching and be like, this is the best show right now. And it's like, that's eh, really not. But anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think, I think this is one of the weaker episodes, at least of the last four or five. Right. Um, Cause it's gotten really strong. Yeah. And so, but again, your worst game of Thrones episode is better than most things you're going to watch. Um, and it has earned the right for the audience to be hypercritical of it. And that's a, that's a compliment. Um, in that they've done such a good job to this point that when it takes a small step back, I think everyone kind of notices. I agree with Eric. I think I think it was pretty good. I the middle part, the, the you know the the where's Aegon bit took too long and was kind of boring and weird. And you yeah. know, there's some other things you could be critical of. Overall, was it a great? Was it a pretty good episode of television? I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the best thing that they put out there, but it also um, tees up a ton. For the finale. And I think yeah. that that is where this show consistently thrives. I know in the past, episode nine was always like kind of the big one. Um, maybe they're going to deviate from that. And episode 10 is going to be the big one. And I think that's where we're headed. And yeah. I don't think there's nobody that's not excited for the finale. That's a fan of this show. I think the over under on named characters that died was um, like 2.5. And it, I think it was the under. I think it was about two characters that died. Um, one of the lords that we knew of that I think they hung him or something. And then, yeah, obviously Beesberry got fucking smashed. But oh, yeah, yeah I mean, dude, there was, wasn't that yeah. violent. Yep. The guy that was hung in the uh, the map room or whatever, whatever. Yeah, it was. I think yeah. we kind of passed by that kind of quick. But yeah, so um, yeah, maybe not their best work, but I'm excited for the finale. I'm bummed that we only have a week left of, of Thrones before you have to wait another fucking year or whatever it's going to be. This has been a ton of fun. Uh, who won the week, uh, and why is it Otto Hightower? Uh, I think it's Allison. To be His honest, plans came through, baby. Who won I think the week? Allison, I think Al. No, I think... he's been an absolute pile of shit, and now he's the king. Like, and they, he and... did kind of stumble backwards. He stumbled backwards yeah. into like a winning lottery ticket, you know. And he's a popular king somehow. Everyone in the city knows he's an absolute scumbag. Maybe it's just he's one of the people. You know, it's like it's like the old thing yeah. where where everyone's like, I think I. I I, I like this guy. I feel like we could have a beer together. You know, it's like, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's George Bush. Yeah. Everyone asks you, like, when, when you're talking about that, everyone's like, well, what are his policies? I don't fucking know. He just seems like a good dude. Yeah. Dude, he kind of is so George Bush now that I think of it. He's got I, the other brother that was always on the more straight and narrow, the younger Jeb. His dad yeah. was president, so he was always going to be president. <laughs> All he did in college was blow hookers and get C's. I mean, and guess what? Everybody loved him. Woohoo! I mean, uh, war crimes. I mean, it's perfect. he is a popular king already, which is wild. And, I mean, literally the people are like, yeah, dude, I don't, like know. One show. Time, I don't know. One time I watched him, uh, you know, me and him, we placed a big bet on that scrappy ass kid with the big nails 
and fuck, we won big and we did a bunch of drugs and <laughs> he did some unspeakable shit to some women. Like, I think that's why the people like him because they're a bunch of absolute scumbags. A bunch of more Eskimo bros with him, with the king? Yeah, with the king. He's that's one a big of deal. So I think he's very popular. Yeah. He, in my opinion, wins the yeah, great with the king of. I, I know that's, I think that's a funny take. And I think, I think it's a good take too. I, I, I like it. I would pick Allison. I think she, of all of this, um, training you know Otto has been moving her around the chessboard and now she's moving herself around the chessboard um with her feet with her brains however she <laughs> needs to um yeah right. <clears throat> no but Jesus I think she she can be rid of her father's influence if she wants to she can now she is in control she can tell Aegon uh your grandpa's not great to be hand of the king we should pick somebody else that's a little bit more loyal he just wants to kill people you know what i mean like she's immediately got the ear of the most powerful person in the in the world and this is like this is tywin-esque um she's not she's not quite there yet but she knows or she's going to figure out what what are the the right ways to play this what are the smart ways to do this she can manipulate him in any way that she wants to because he doesn't even want to be doing it and so she can she can take that burden on um and so i think she won the week personally when are we going to see corliss why the fuck is he not back from this trip yet he was supposed to be back any day we still don't know what happened to him maybe Wait, next week we did find he out. made it i thought he was on death's door too I don't think they know. They're like, he's probably dead. I'm like, all right. Maybe he's just at home now and he made it, but he's got this. He's battling a fever. I don't know. But anyways, I want to find out what happened to him. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay with, with uh, Aegon or or uh, Alicent, either one. I'm cool with Alicent. She's become – she's gone back and forth between a, a good character and a bad character. I think they did a great job over the last two episodes rebuilding her character as, um, you know – a good person who maybe just is caught up in the game of thrones. So can't wait. I think for you, uh, you asked me last, I th- you asked us last week, who would you be disappointed? In? And I think <clears throat> the answer is still, or who would you be disappointed if they died? And I think the answer is still Damon, but now I think Allison is, it's like one, a one B for me because. Oh, well, and Rhaenyra dude, I don't want Rhaenyra to die. I like her too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fair enough. But I didn't, I, I mean, she was completely written out of an entire episode. So um, I'm just speaking from only, recency. I think only for her to have a massive finale. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just mean from, from like recency bias. Like I would be very yeah. upset if uh, now Alicent, who has kind of figured everything out, I think I would have been disappointed if she would have been melted by the dragon. Yeah. Yes, yeah. me too. All right, guys. So that's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Tune in next week. Uh, when we break down the season finale of House of the Dragon. Uh, also check out our sports cast where we talk about our 5-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. We preview the Timberwolves season and a slow start for our Minnesota Wild. And also turn in, tune into our screencast where we talk about everything else you need to be watching and all the news in the world of movies and television. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Podcast.